Good morning, welcome. My name is Kenya and we're here today with Mike Raich and Jeremiah Stedler. Um, the webinar today is Building Your Business in a Digital Age. Uh, we hope you uh, are excited about this. Um, if you have questions about CE, we are not giving certificates this time, but you can log in your, uh, your time under your transcripts, I mean, under your CE on Internachi. If you have any questions on how to do so, please email education at internachi.org. Um, I just wanted to let you know also that we're gonna have a raffle by the end of this webinar. So um, a little before, 15 minutes before it ends, we'll go through uh, the names and we're gonna like host the raffle. Um, if you have any questions, please use either the Q&A feature here on Zoom or the chat. Mike is gonna be monitoring those questions um, and they will find the time to answer them. Um, and if you have any questions for us, as I said, you can email education um, or myself. My email is kenya at internachi.org. And without further ado, I'll leave it to Mike and Jeremiah. Thank you everyone for being here. Hey, Kenya, thanks so much. Um, this is Mike Raich. I'm actually the partner development manager at Social5. First of all, just wanna thank you for the opportunity to present um, thank you, Kenda, Miranda, Ben. You guys have always been so great. We've had a nice relationship coming up on a year now. Um, be sure to join us for our virtual visit today after I think it's at, um, well, it's 12 o'clock my time, so 11 a.m. Mountain Time, depending on where you are. Um, we are going to providing a link to register for that, so I'll do that in just a moment. Um, so, wow, we've got a really great training today, and we're even going to give to have some fun with the game of Jeopardy. And we'll be giving out some Amazon gift cards maybe every 10 minutes or so. So be sure to put your thinking caps on. Um, also be sure to stay to the end because we do have an exclusive offer, a social marketing offer for Internashi members. Some of you are probably already familiar about it. It's been around for a while. Uh, it's basically 90% off our normal price. Uh, it's even free for the first month. So you can evaluate it, try it out, things like that. So with that, I would like to introduce Jeremiah. Um, Jeremiah is the chief strategist at Social5. He's also one of the co-founders. Uh, he was an investigative journalist for 15 years. Really, when it comes to social media, I have personally learned a ton from him, and he's probably in the one-tenth of one percent when it comes to his skills and knowledge with regards to social media. Um, he's definitely somebody you want to listen to when it comes to building your business in the digital age. So without further ado, I'm going to turn this over to one of our co-founders at Social5, uh, Jeremiah Stetler. Awesome. Hey, th thanks a ton, Mike. Uh, I guess I have a lot to live up to, um, which, which is great. <laughs> so, all right, well, wonderful. I'm gonna share my screen with you today and we're going to talk a little bit. Well, let me, let me pull it up so you can see here. All right, so we're gonna talk about how to build your business in the digital age. And of course, today, as we talk about marketing, it's, uh, th there has been this shift in the marketing paradigm, even from the time when uh, when I was a, a journalist back, um, I left the journalism world back in 2012, um, and, uh, and and there's been a, a, a pivot from uh, using newspaper and billboard and and these types of things to to uh, advertise our businesses to a more digital means to a Facebook and a LinkedIn and a Google and all of these types of channels. So today we're going to talk a little bit about some of the ways. That, that you can leverage the uh, uh, digital platforms to help build and grow your business. So um, as we do so, please feel free to, to drop questions into the Q&A or into the chat. 
uh, because we do want to make this a, an instructive webinar for you, a resource uh, for you as we move forward. Um, and as Mike mentioned, we are going to have a fun game of Jeopardy along the way. <laughs> um, and so we're going to be touching on a number of different types of topics. We're going to talk first about online visibility um, and how to build, build your business so that people can find you in the various places that they are going online, whether they happen to be uh, you know, searching on Google, whether they happen to be uh, you know, surfing around on Facebook or Instagram or these types of places. We'll talk about the social channels that matter most. And so you can say, you know what is, uh, is Facebook my ideal place? Is it Pinterest? Is it Mantrist, which is actually a, is a, it's a real thing if you like uh, booze and cars. Um, so, <laughs> um, or there's a whole bunch of different types of channels. We'll talk about how to create content. I know that some of you have done a great job with, uh, with getting started on Facebook um, and with, with Instagram, with a number of different channels. Um, the challenge comes after we get through that first week or two uh, but what, what do we keep posting? There's only so much you can post about about a home inspection, right? So we're gonna we're gonna talk about some different methodologies for creating content. We'll give you some ideas, and then also show you a strategy that has been effective for uh, creating engagement and maintaining. Um, well, I should say, and acquiring new customers. Okay, uh, we'll talk a little bit about lead generation and some of the ways that you can capture and cultivate leads in a digital environment. And then lastly, we'll talk about social targeting, which is, which is super awesome because, you know, when in, in my newspaper days, you put, a, you put a, uh, an ad in the, uh, in the paper and you knew that you could target, uh, in my paper, is 140,000 households per, uh, you know, per paper that went out. But you couldn't say, I only want to target 18-year-olds or 29-year-olds or men or women or just people who are, are executives at companies or just want to target realtors or mortgage lenders, whereas in a digital space, you can do all of that. And we're going to show you exactly how you can take your uh, social media content and target, target very specifically to a group of individuals. And then we'll have some fun. We're going to give away uh, $25, $20 Amazon gift cards uh, um, along the way. Again, remember this is Jeopardy. You've got to answer it in the form of a question <laughs> um, uh, to qualify for this one. So we'll we'll be picking the first person to answer the uh, uh, the question correctly, and then at the end we'll be having Final Jeopardy for for fifty dollars. And then of course, uh, Internashi is also doing a raffle at the end. So we're just going to have a lot of fun giving a few things away today. So let's start out today with uh, online visibility. We're not gonna hit the question yet, so you don't have to worry about getting your, your typing fingers ready. Uh, instead, I wanna talk just a little bit as we go into online visibility about the reason why we are talking about um, social media uh, you know, for home inspection, why it, why it matters. And there's, there's a trend that we've seen um, you know, really over the last 15 years, uh, well, I, put on here 20 years, okay? A trend that we've seen in this expansion or explosion of, of social marketing, which, which is as transformational to our society as really the advent of the internet when it came out. I was, um, <laughs> I, was I was actually in the army at the time that uh, uh, the, uh, when, when the internet uh, you know, first started rearing its head there and uh, in a computer unit. And, um, 
And what a change happened in just a matter of two or three years um, with the advent of the internet. But uh, uh, take a look at what's happened with social media, of people interacting on social media. We started out here of, of this was how many people actually had uh, who were, had adopted at least one social media channel. Very small percentage even back in 2005. And then it took off and you'd expect to see some of that in the younger demographics. But take a look at what's also happened in our older demographics, okay? That we're now seeing widespread adoption of social channels across all fields. In fact, if we look at the US population specifically, um, you'll see that 72% of all adults in the United States now use at least one social media channel for, for entertainment and for communication, okay? And we're gonna show you exactly what, what channels that they're using, but it's, it's become a massive form of, uh, of interaction. In fact, I know that if I wanna communicate with my daughter, I'm, uh, I'm gonna actually have to use Snapchat. I'm gonna have to pull out my phone and I'm gonna send her a little video. I'm not gonna call her because she's not gonna pick up the phone when I call. But uh, if I use Snapchat, I can communicate with my daughter. Um, so uh, amazing the, the ways that, uh, that, that is changing our environment. Um, here's a look at the individual social channels. Um, uh, we're gonna focus a lot today on Facebook for a number of reasons, primarily because in the home inspection world, we found that Facebook and LinkedIn are the most effective channels. Individuals who are spending money on Pinterest or on Instagram are not getting the same return that we're seeing on, on Facebook and Instagram. And you'll see that uh, when we talk about Facebook, 69% of all US adults are on that channel. Um, YouTube is actually a little bit more, okay? Uh, and for those of you who have kids, you probably know they probably watch YouTube more than uh, television. Uh, Instagram is an up and coming channel. Well, I shouldn't say it's up and coming. It is massive in size tends to uh, appeal to a, a 19 to 29 year old age demographic. It is image centric. It does not have the capability for links and posts, which have uh, prevented some monetization of that channel by, uh, by businesses. Then you'll see a number of other channels of WhatsApp or Reddit. And if you happen to do, be doing business in uh, China, you know, you might want to be thinking about uh, WhatsApp, but uh, uh, <laughs> it's massive over there. Um, so these are a few things just to think about as we're, as we're trying to market our business. Social media is where the eyeballs are, okay? And as, as businesses, we want to get ourselves anywhere that the eyeballs are, even if our eyeballs aren't there, right? Um, so if people are on Facebook, we want to go to Facebook. If they're looking at billboards, we want to go to billboards. You know, if, um, uh, if, they, if they're looking at the yellow pages, then they're just old, okay? They, nobody looks at the yellow pages anymore. Unless you have birds and you want bird cage stuff. <laughs> All right, very good. So uh, let's jump into online visibility. Um, and hey, and Mike, if uh, if there are questions that come through, uh, uh, please uh, feel free to interrupt me here. Mike, yeah, is I will, Jeremiah. One quick thing, just want to give a quick thing. As you're typing your questions or answers for Jeopardy, please put those in the chat, not the Q&A. If you have questions, put them in the Q&A uh, for Jeopardy. Put those in the chat so we can track it all. Make sure we select the right winner. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. All right. So with online visibility, um, we're going to talk about some practical steps that you can increase the visibility of your business today. Okay. Because uh, I want to make sure that as you leave 
the, the, uh, leave the seminar today, there's some actionable ways that are going to help you acquire new customers. Okay. So we're going to start and talk a little bit about Google. And the reason for that is, so Google actually controls 90% of all search traffic. Now, Bing has made a really strong push and partly because of its uh, partnership with Apple, uh, but Google, Yahoo, Bing are, are, are strong search engines, but Google is the behemoth, okay? Um, and so they control 90% of all search traffic. So let me just give you a little bit of a, a anatomy of a Google page, because this is important when you're thinking about online visibility. Um, if you look up here at the top, these, these pages are actually broken down into three different chunks or three different ways that you can get found. Up at the top is paid advertising that you can actually say, you know what, I want to bid a dollar to be up at the top of a search result when somebody looks for home inspection, okay? Or I'm going to bid $5 or whatever it happens to be, it's on an auction scale. Um, here in the middle, these are local search results that are primarily applicable within a 30-mile radius of your location, okay? So if somebody is searching on a mobile device, these will become super duper important, okay? Uh, those are local directories primarily found through uh, Google My Business, okay? Which, by the way, that's going to become an important term uh, as we move forward, Google My Business. And then down here at the bottom is uh, uh, these are what they call organic search terms. And they, they are social channels. They are third-party directories like yellowpages.com, which is has uh, uh, come after the, the paper yellow pages, okay? It can be uh, blogs on your website, uh, keywords that you can be found for based upon search terms on your website or on social channels, okay? But this is your, these are your organic terms. All right, so um, to be found on these, if we look at the top one, uh, I mentioned Google AdWords is the place to go, okay? This is where you, you can bid for that space. And you can actually Google for Google AdWords and it'll pull up an opportunity for you to do Google advertising. Um, these local listings can be found through Google My Business. And that's the actual name of it, Google My Business, where you can type in and, and be found for lo local results within a 30 mile radius. If you haven't set up a Google My Business account, um, um, that is the most important thing for you to do today. <laughs> Okay, all right. And then down at the bottom is your organic search that is earned through social marketing, online directories, third-party validations. That means other websites are linking to you or a keyword optimization. All those are important. But today I'm gonna to focus on Google My Business, okay? This is what it looks like. Uh, you can go and search for Google My Business right there on Google. They're going to help you find it. <laughs> uh, it is absolutely free to have a Google My Business account, okay? What we're going to do is we're going to click on this and we want to go through what they call the Google verification process. Uh, verifying your business will make it so that if, if you have two home inspection companies in the same zip code and one verifies and one does not, the one that verifies is going to go way to the top and the one that doesn't is not even going to appear on the search results, okay? Massively important, okay? Um, so what you'll do is you'll go to Google My Business and you'll add your location of your home inspection business, okay? Um, super important. And it's a, it's a very simple process 
um, that will just take a little bit of time. Well, a little bit of time afterwards, I'll show you. Because <laughs> it's actually, it's only going to take about 10 minutes of your time today. And then you'll need to wait for a week and get a postcard in the mail. Yes, Google actually sends postcards and that will actually complete your process. So what you'll do is you're going to add that location, like I mentioned here, click add location. And uh, it's going to ask you for your business name. So this is going to be Stetler Home Inspection, okay? And, and I'll just type it in. Then I need to identify what is my industry that I'm in, okay? So I'm in real estate, I'm in home inspection, I'm in uh, marketing and, and whatever it happens to be. I'm, I'm a witch doctor and anything like that, okay? Um, uh, and I'm not really a witch doctor, but uh, then we come over to adding your services. What are your products and services? I do voodoo dolls, or, uh, um, but you'll include as many of those products and services as you can, because this is when people type in search results, these things will factor heavily into, um, into what you'll be found for. Uh, then you'll indicate, uh, do you want people to come to a physical location to, to visit you, or you just want them to call you on the phone or to visit your website? Uh, and then you will put in your physical mailing address. And this is absolutely critical. It's where Google will send you a postcard to verify that you are an actual real life business. This is essential. Even if you say, no, I don't want my address to be visible to, uh, to people because it's my home address. Or if you do want it to be visible because you do want people to come into a location uh, where you're at, okay? So this is the process. Once you submit this process, it'll send you the, the, the postcard back and it's gonna contain just a little code. It's a, it's a five digit code with a site to go to where you can, you can type it in and Google will say, yep, you are a real life business. We're now gonna give you preference on Google for any search results within your locality, okay? So super valuable to go through that process. Again, it's Google My Business is the place to go. All right, so we're gonna start out with our first adventurous Jeopardy question, and this will be our $20 question. Um, and Mike, are you ready for the results to start coming in? You know, it might, it might make sense to answer a few questions first. Um, might help clarify the oh, answer. And the reason is the question, some of the questions are in the chat and they're gonna get pushed way up and I wanna make sure I answer them. That sound good? Right, perfect, yeah, let's do that. Okay, one question is when it comes to like the radius for Google My Business, um, how can we expand that 30 mile radius? Oh, really good question. And, and that 30 mile radius is more of a, it's a general rule of thumb. In, in reality, there's, there's not a specific mile you know, marker definition, uh, but as we look at where Google gives priority to businesses, that they're gonna give you priority if you're within that radius. If you have a competitor that is 25 miles out and is closer to the, the customer, Okay, they're going to get get preference. Okay, if they've gone through the Google verification process. Okay. So there, there's no way to really expand that. It really is just a general rule of thumb with Google. Good deal. Let's see here. Um, one question here: their their Google My Business is suspended. How do I fix that? One person answered that and said, "Mine was go to your business account. There should be a link. How to remove the suspension? Follow those instructions. Work for me." Does that sound accurate? Yes. Yep. That is exactly right. And if, if this has happened to you, you know, uh, it, it don't worry too much. It does happen occasionally. Okay. So uh, usually Google is uh, is fairly prompt at getting back to lift up lift those suspensions. Okay. 
Um, let's see here. If if you don't have a storefront, how can you update your profile picture? Oh, yeah, I love that. So now your profile picture doesn't necessarily need to be your storefront. Um, so for um, for Social Five, for instance, um, we chose to use some images just of of social marketing things that evoke an emotional response. You can upload any image that you want into that profile. In fact, on Google My Business, when you go in to type in all your information or update it, you can actually load new imagery all the time into that, that profile that will show up. So don't worry if you don't have a storefront. I would encourage you to take some images when you are on site, when you're doing the home inspection, something that, that conveys a message that you are working for you know, working for the, the home buyer that you are discovering problems or whatever it happens to be. Oh, well, and, and don't do crazy problem things on there. I know you um, <laughs> can make people a little bit scared sometimes, but do put some images up of you on the job. Okay. Yes, yeah, a good, good question. Good deal. Number more questions. So feel free to give quick answers. Um, let's see. Good morning. Are these services from Google available in Canada? Uh, they are available in Canada. Absolutely. Okay. Um, let's see here, clicking through. And folks, if you do have questions, we might miss some that are in the chat because that's moving very quickly. So there's actually a button that is, there's one for chat and there's one for Q&A. Put them in the Q&A, that way we can track this a little bit better. Um, if you don't have a storefront, that we, we answered that. Um, should I Google my business, should it be set up on my personal Google account or my business Google account or both? Yeah, and it should be uh, set up, there's not really a distinction necessarily. And so uh, whichever, whichever account that, that you use frequently, I, I have our social five accounts set up on my personal uh, Gmail account. It's no big deal. You could actually have multiple Gmail addresses that feed into it if you want. So it doesn't really matter. Great. Um, images you upload for storefront should be your own picture. Don't use copyrighted images. Oh, I'm yes. That's a good point. Or you'll um, get fined like crazy. Oh my goodness. I've, I've seen people with fines of up to $7,000. So yeah, make sure you have uh, rights to use the photo that you put up there. <laughs> uh, if you don't have a physical office location, but instead operate in a large service area, is it still okay to use a service area on Google My Business or do you miss out on searches in that 30 mile radius? Yeah, and I would still, it, you need to have a physical mailing address wherever you're at. I have had individuals that have, have created, uh, um, like have, have leased a, an office space in the center of town uh, or something to be able to enable that. Um, uh, there is an option for a PO box you could do uh, to get into that center, uh, you know, center of town. Um, that is an option. Uh, if if you're located out in the outskirts, but uh, generally you just need to have a, a mailing address to send it to. Here's one, is LinkedIn a really good source? And maybe I can chime in on that and just say that, um, you know, LinkedIn is great for those strategic opportunities. You know, I was a mortgage broker for a number of years. So those strategic opportunities would be, you know, connecting with, you know, real estate agents, any potential referral sources, cultivating those relationships. And that would probably be more through a personal LinkedIn page where you're using searches to connect with people, message them if they're in their lo your local area, maybe grab coffee with them so they can see how awesome you are, that type of stuff. Anything else to add to that? And, and we're going to actually touch a little bit on LinkedIn as we come through. So I, I absolutely agree with you. There are, are, there are going to be two different 
types of messaging that you'll send out to Facebook and LinkedIn. So we're going to absolutely hit on that as we go through today. Okay. How much more efficient is a paid ad versus a free one? I know don't, there are free ads. Free ad would be like, that's an organic search. Google my business. Somebody yeah. asked, it is free. Just to reiterate that it does not cost anything. That's right. That's right. And, and a, a paid ad is always going to be more effective up at the top. Okay. But, but paid advertising only is there while you're paying for it. <laughs> Whereas those organic listings down the bottom that are achieved through, uh, through blog content or social channels, those stay there in perpetuity. They don't, they're not as, as uh, what do you call that? They're not as much as in flux as you'd have an advertisement. Let's see here. There's a lot of questions. We, we might not be able to get to everyone. We are doing that virtual visit. So if you want to come on over there, there'll probably be less people there. Um, let's see here. I have two different parts of the business, one home inspection, the other something not related. Should I submit two Google business requests or put it all in one? It, it, and it, as long as they're in two separate locations. Um, so gen generally, if you have two different business entities, uh, you should have two different Google My Business pages. Um, uh, you know, at, at Social Five, we've had different business entities. We have one that is a partner development arm, and we have one that is a uh, for our product execution. And we created a suite for for one of those business entities so that we could have both of them verified. Um, so yeah, you, you'd want one for each business entity. Yep. And there's somebody commented, there are sites where you can obtain licensed images. Absolutely. Um, how long, how often does it need to be updated? Does it need to be updated frequently or anything like that? Um, not necessarily. No, but it, it can be, it can be somewhere you, you can update. Um, yeah. No need to update it all the time on, on Google. There are some directories that we'll talk about that you may need to do more often, but not on Google. It's not, not as big of a deal. And I would say if the email, sometimes it prompts you, hey, make sure your Google listing is up to date and stuff. If it's coming from Google, it's probably legit. If it's something else, they're probably trying to get your business type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can you have multiple users for one Google My Business account? Um, it, uh, yes, you can. Yep, you, you can have multiple managers on those. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. Yes, we don't have to pay for Google business. That's correct. Let's see if we're getting close here. Okay. I get a monthly report. Does that mean I'm Google verified? A monthly report? Uh, generally, it does. Yep, those analytics are coming out of that Google platform. So yes, yep, that'd be right. Uh, let's see here. Is paying Facebook to promote your ad. And I wonder, Mike. With um, I wonder if we should um, if if we should move into this next one. Um, I, I worry a little bit with getting to the top of the hour, and then we can hit on some of the yeah. some of the common questions as we get get further in. Yeah. Thanks everybody for your great questions. We've just got a certain amount of time, and you can always um, reach out to us. You'll see our contact information as we go through this. Sounds cool. good, Jeffrey. Let's go to Jeopardy. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, and. And by the way, guys, we will have a virtual visit here at 11 o'clock Mountain Time today. We will have one tomorrow as well, where we can also hop in and do live Q&A and answers for all of these types of things. And we'll try to hit on as many as many uh, questions as we can um, today as we go through. Uh, but but we're totally open to answering those settings too. All right, so let's let's do our twenty dollar question. This is where home inspectors can verify their business with Google. 
All right. So, Mike, let's look for the first uh, first question that comes through. Pose is a question. It has to start with what is. Uh, oh, should I do the Jeopardy song? Da, 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 da. So this will be the chat feature. The first one to pose it as a question. So Stephen, um, send a message to the panelists with your name and email, please. Oh, so do we have someone who won? Yeah, Stephen. Stephen Williams was. Let's. There were. I believe so. Monica, nice. Let's go to the answer and make sure. Yep. What is Google My Business? Yep, that's uh, Stephen Williams. So Stephen can. Send me, I don't know, send me a private message or to the panelists. You can also email me at mike at social5.com with your name and email and just put subject Jeopardy. Awesome. Good. Congratulations, Stephen, on that one. Um, so, yes, indeed, Google My Business is the place to go where you can uh, uh, be found more readily online. Okay. All right. Let's move to the next one here. Uh, this is on social channels. And this is where we're going to get into that question that came up in the chat about, um, what was it, about LinkedIn, okay? We're gonna talk about the Facebook and LinkedIn and where those might play into your strategy, okay? Now, right now there are, there are literally hundreds and hundreds of social channels and, and you're gonna recognize some of these, like you'll see, here's Facebook, okay? And here's TripAdvisor and Twitter and, and there's, there's Yelp. Uh, there are a whole bunch of these types of ones but there are probably some that you don't recognize that are on here, okay? Um, because social channels are popping up all the time. In fact, you may have heard that uh, MeWe is one of the latest social channels that has, has popped up. Um, uh, Podium is another one. Um, there are so many that then the question comes of where do I spend my time so that I could build my business effectively, okay? Um, so, and I want you, as you think about that, I want you to, to actually um, share an example from the radio business. My uh, uh, my first uh, first job out of college was actually I was a uh, uh, I was a radio personality. Um, I did a uh, uh, a news talk show on a AM radio station, and then I also did a kick and country radio station. <laughs> so kind of kind of crazy. Um, so, anyways, if you were thinking about advertising your business. Um, which of these radio stations would you would you purchase space on? Okay, is it uh, you know old school uh, you know sixteen eighty a.m. Is it the Outlaw you know one hundred point nine or is it IQ Kids Radio? Think about that for a minute of where where you would spend your money and then why would you spend your money there? Because there's likely a different audience on each of those channels, right? So our old school uh, channel will probably have a little bit of an older demographic in a different stage of life. Whereas, you know, our country music channel may be really good in a more rural setting than an urban setting. It may have a younger demographic. Um, this one actually is a, a station that's more of kind of a rock country uh, station. And so it would have a younger demographic as well. IQ Kids Radio, this would likely have a family audience. And so if you think about individuals who would be buying homes, they would likely have children, perhaps, maybe, okay? But uh, so IQ Kids Radio might be a place to, uh, to advertise your business. So it's the same type of thing when we think about social media, about which channels you should spend your, your time and your money on. On Facebook, for home inspection, we have found has been the very most successful because it is a consumer-based social channel 
with um, significant growth in the 34 to 54 age bracket, okay? It's a, it's a prime demographic, uh, tends to skew a little bit female, but not a lot, okay? Um, but it does tend to have opportunities to target individuals who are parents, who have children, who view Facebook pages that, um, uh, that deal with schools or with parent-teacher organizations, those types of things. LinkedIn, and Mike, Mike mentioned this one uh, because this is, this is a, a key channel for a slightly different reason, okay? LinkedIn is a business-to-business -business network. Think about it as you're in a B&I group or a, like a business alliance, corporate alliance, whatever the business networking group of choice is for you, okay? That you are interacting with people in the hopes of driving more leads to your business, okay? This is a great place to connect with realtors, mortgage lenders, title companies, landscape businesses, home, you know, home builders, whatever it happens to be, okay, that, that you can build up referral partnerships in this space, okay? That uh, you'll actually find that searching for realtors is, is very, very effective. I mean, it's incredibly effective, okay? Um, but a slightly different audience. You're not gonna be marketing your, uh, um, uh, you know, specific home inspection products on LinkedIn necessarily, uh, whereas you would be on Facebook. Instagram, we get lots and lots of questions about this one. It is a mobile-centric platform, but it's primarily for an 18 to 29 age bracket. It, it can be good, um, like uh, there, there are some businesses I would never imagine would be amazing, like Dr. Pimple Popper that, uh, you know, my daughter watches all the time, uh, where they're just popping pimples all the time. Um, that has been massively successful. Um, but Instagram, as a general rule for home inspectors, has not been the, uh, the most lucrative social platform. Uh, Twitter is great for highly urban markets, okay? Uh, there's a there's a pretty even distribution of gender. Um, it tends to be a channel that is declining slightly. Um, it's generally not one we'd recommend putting your time into if you have limited resources. If you have unlimited resources, great, do all four channels. But um, these are ones that you should think about. Again, Facebook is ideal from a consumer standpoint uh, in the home inspection space. All right, now let's touch just for a moment on, on Facebook. Because as you're creating a Facebook page, and, and just as we talked about doing a Google My Business verification is essential for from this training, uh, building a Facebook page is as well. Now you'll think, now do I do a personal page? Do I do a group? Do I do a business? They're actually all three different things. We all have personal pages, or many of us do, where we post pictures of our kids and everything like that. Some of us are part of discussion groups, whether they are ecclesiastical, whether they're political, whether it's just about like dog walkers uh, in Colorado or whatever it happens to be. Where you want to focus is on a business page because a business page gives you a, a number of different options. You can, for instance, have a call to action button that is right here at the top of the screen, okay? A call to action button. We're going to talk specifically about this from a lead conversion standpoint in just a few minutes, okay? Give, uh, business pages give you the opportunity to advertise where you can promote your business to a targeted market where it's not available on a personal page or in a group, okay? Um, opportunities to create events 
or different types of publishing features, such as the opportunity to pre-schedule content so you don't have to be on there all the time. Um, we'll also uh, talk, it gives you option for doing some keywords and sorry, I got talk of keywords, contact information, ways that you can improve your searchability. And then lastly, uh, you can see some analytics that give you just a wealth of information about what is performing well and what is not. Now, today, as we get to the end, we're going to talk a little bit about an offer that we have with Internashi that gives you the opportunity to have content streamed into your page, into your Facebook page, three times a week. So you're not having to worry about all of the just basic posting. But a business page is essential for you to be able to target your content and be found in your local market. All right, so with that, let it, let's open this up to um, some Jeopardy here. And we're gonna focus on social channels for $20. And Mike, let's, let's take a, a, a pause real quick here and see if there are some, some, uh, some questions that we can hit on before we go into this one about social channels, any of those types of questions that have come up. No, this seems a little bit more straightforward for people. So not uh, any questions at this point, Jeremiah. I think we're ready. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, yes, indeed. You know, it, it's funny. The Google My Business stuff gets super technical. Facebook is a little bit easier to wrap our brains around. So the question <laughs> is, this social channel is most effective for reaching consumers. So uh, um, again, phrased as a question, uh, which channel is most effective for reaching consumers? Okay, why don't you go to the answer, Jeremiah? Okay, and the answer is, what is Facebook? Okay, we got a winner, Robert Yarnell. So Robert, um, put your email, name and email in the chat. Maybe also follow up with an email to mike at social5.com with your information. So congratulations. Awesome, very good. And believe it or not, as we look at Facebook, one out of six minutes spent online is spent on Facebook. Can you, can you believe that? I mean, it's absolutely remarkable. Now, if it, if it were YouTube, it might be one out of every one minute. No, I don't know, but uh, I'm just going off of my, my kids, but all right. Um, all right, so let's move into content creation. So you've got a Facebook uh, page built, okay? And um, so it has all these features, but now what, what do you put out there on those channels? Um, this is the, the method, that I, regardless of whether or not you take advantage of the, uh, of the, uh, uh, the offer that we have available through Internachi that uh, is, uh, is very inexpensive. In fact, you'll see it's, uh, you, we have $29 and $39 options. It's really, really small. But regardless of whether or not you go with, with Social 5 on this one with the Internachi offer, this is a method for content creation that is, has been proven over the last 10 years, okay, as being more effective than anything else that we put out there. And we've tried a lot of things. I mean, holy cow, uh, you know, Social 5 has served thousands and thousands and thousands of businesses over the, over the years, okay? And so this is based upon our experience over those thousands of businesses. Um, when you're creating a, social, uh, a content strategy, you should always have a variable type of strategy. Think about different kind of buckets of content that you might write about, okay? So you don't wanna have every day you're putting up there, call me for a home inspection, okay? You don't wanna have that. You don't wanna have um, found bats in the attic, found a sagging roof, 
You don't wanna have that all the time. You wanna mix it up with different things. So we generally look at a number of factors. Inspiration that appeals to your audience. So if you're primarily going after families, it might be uh, you know, inspiration dealing with family, uh, like we have a family Friday feature, okay? Provide some expert tips. Um, and I think about this uh, for me, I, uh, uh, that the last house I bought, uh, when we tore out the, the wall with the fireplace, we found it all been burned right up through the chimney. Um, in fact, there was even some scorching marks up into the attic, which, was con which hadn't been closed off into the chimney. Um, and so uh, expert tips would be have a home inspector examine your fireplace before, uh, <laughs> you know, before the, uh, the whatever, before you buy a house or whatever it happens to be. Um, thought leadership is, um, these, these are things dealing with trends in the marketplace. Um, you know, the um, trends in home purchasing and home buying. It could be, uh, you know, changes in some building codes. It could be things that are happening with asbestos that, that homeowners need to be aware of. Uh, promoting blogs, longer form content, blogs that appear on your website in a way that you can be found under Google, under those organic search results that we talked about. Some calls to action are important. Um, customer reviews that validate your brand. It's external validation is what we call it. And then data boxes that these really fall a little bit under thought leadership, but um, it could be something like in terms of the fireplaces that, um, you know, 6,100 fires were caused last year because of inappropriately installed fireplaces, okay? Something like that. So as you look at it, I just want to uh, give you a few little ideas of, of, of what you can do with this type of content. Uh, this is an example of uh, Boy Scouts of America. And uh, you'll notice with their inspirational uh, quotes, we have an image in the background that evokes an emotional response and connects with your audience. You always want to connect with them, okay? Um, and then we have a quote that appeals to those individuals. These, these are some of the most um, viral posts and not like, like, not like COVID-19 viral posts, but it's a, like it's stuff that will be shared by other people. So think about inspiration for your audience. Um, expert tips. Here are a, a, a few examples of what those might look like. And this is from a mortgage lender out based in Salt Lake City. Uh, before applying for a mortgage loan, make sure your credit report is free of errors. Okay? Uh, with a down payment of 20% or more, you can avoid private mortgage insurance. These are very simple things that a, that a mortgage lender might say, ah, well, that's, that's a no-brainer. But the fact of the matter is, it's, uh, it's not for the everyday consumer. So what are some things in the home inspection world that, uh, that would be a tip that you could give to a potential home buyer? Um, reviews, customer reviews. We get these on Google, on Facebook, on Yelp, um, all the time. But are we leveraging those? We recommend that you take those reviews that come off of Google, put them on a picture or something like that, but be, promote those out there across your social channels. Um, calls to action. Calls to action can be, hey, call me for a home inspection. That can be one of those, but it can also be a motto about your business. We make property management manageable. Or one that I saw that was super effective in the collision repair business was uh, passionate about perfection. It was It was incredible. Um, uh, probably one of the, the, the best campaigns I've seen. 
So you can use your motto or things to help brand your business and your, your uh, persona, okay? Um, this is a look at kind of industry uh, data that comes out. 60% uh, of active duty military feel their repercussions if they uh, bring up mental health issues in their workplace. It helps establish you as a, as a leader. Now, and, and the reason for, and I, and I wanna maybe uh, just um, help you understand the, the importance of this. Um, there is a marketing principle, and you don't have to remember the specifics here, but it's called the SB7 framework. Now, what that is, is it, it's seven ways to create a story brand. That's the SB7, story brand seven. Um, and, and essentially there is a philosophy that when you are marketing to your consumer, they need to be the hero of your story. Every hero has a problem they're trying to overcome. Maybe they're trying to defeat a dragon or rescue a princess or whatever it happens to be, okay? Hero is trying to solve a problem. You step in as the guide, okay? To help the hero figure out ways to solve the problem, okay? You are the, you are the Gandalf to their Frodo, okay, right? So think about that for a minute. If you're the guide trying to help the hero solve a problem, so let's say the hero is a home buyer that wants to have some feelings of trust and security in their, their new home buying purchase, how do you establish yourself with the credibility that you, they can trust you? This sort of data helps them understand that you understand the industry, that you're familiar with the market and you can provide them security in purchasing the home. Okay, so those are a few things. And if you ever want to look into that SB7 framework, it's written by uh, a guy named Donald Miller. Fascinating, uh, you know, fascinating um, uh, topic. I actually taught a college course just on, on that framework, the SB7 framework. It's massively valuable. All right, um, including holiday posts. Okay, and you'll notice one here that I want to draw attention to with Happy Father's Day. Uh, this was done for a home improvement store. Um, and so it is a holiday post, but you'll notice it is, it's appealing to the market with the image, okay? It, it evokes an emotional response, okay? And then, uh, and then promoting, and promoting your blogs, okay? Uh, these are longer form pieces of content that live on your website that can help you be found for local search, okay? And then don't forget to have just some fun, okay? Um, one, of the, uh, one of the primary flaws in business marketing is that they treat it like a, um, like a billboard, okay? Like a one-way communication, buy this, get this, come visit my witch doctor house, place, whatever it is. But um, you want to humanize your business. Um, um, and sorry, I keep bringing up that witch doctor thing. My, my mom sent me, so we've had some sickness in our family and she sent me a picture of a, a voodoo doll that uh, she says, I promise I'm not doing this. So sorry, I've got witch doctor on the brain. Um, right? <laughs> but uh, um, look for ways to humanize your business. People are going to call you if they see you as a real live person that has a family, that does fun things, that, that has a trusting face, right? Uh, you know, something, and if you don't have a trusting face, find somebody who does and make them the, the, the persona of your channel. Okay, but those personality posts are just as valuable. In fact, those of you who are using the, uh, um, uh, our services through InterNACHI, um, we, even though we're posting Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 
we encourage you to look for personality posts that you can sprinkle out there at least once a week on your channel, okay? Because it's, it's so, so valuable for acquiring new customers. So with that, we're gonna jump into our, uh, our question under content creation for $20. All right, and our, and our question is, this type of content would be effective on a Facebook page. Da, 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 right. Okay, so Mike, just tell me when to go and we can move to the answer and we'll, uh, um, as soon as we get some of those popping in. Let's see here, let's see here. I'm backing up a little bit. Um, the first one that fits into, yep, you can go to the next slide, okay. is Jeff Hughes. What Jeff is Hughes. inspiration? So what ah, is nice. following and he did what is inspiration? So great job, everybody. So Jeff, just put your name and email in the chat and then follow up with uh, maybe a email to me at Mike at social five, the number five um, dot com. Congratulations. And Jeremiah, we got a quick question here. Yes. A couple of people asked it, basically just saying, what about TikTok? Oh, really good question. And, uh, you know, TikTok is an amazing channel. Um, as, as long as you feel comfortable, you're not worried about, uh, you know, the Chinese looking in on you. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so TikTok tends to be best in the uh, in a it's a younger demographic that we're seeing on that one. It certainly is spreading across uh, uh, multiple age ranges, but we are seeing it's primarily in that high school demographic up into the the early 30s. Okay, and I, and I can't remember the actual uh, the actual number if it's if it's 16 to 32 or whatever it is. I can't remember, but um, it's a younger demographic. Um, it can be valuable if, if you are shooting a lot of uh, live uh, video or genuine video, like you're, you're in a workplace and you're following yourself around with a phone, right? Or like, hey, can't believe you saw this. Did you see what's in their attic? Or uh, those types of things can be valuable on TikTok. Um, generally, <clears throat> we have not seen evidence yet that it has produced a, a meaningful financial return for home inspectors. It very well could, it's an emerging channel, but we've not seen the evidence yet where I'd recommend putting your time into it. Did any other questions, Mike? Yeah, let's see here. Um, one question is I have an Instagram page set to automatically post to Facebook page. Is this okay or should I create separate Facebook posts? Oh yeah, you know what? And um, that's actually okay. Uh, to uh, if, if you're doing it from Instagram to Facebook. As you know, for those of you who are thinking, well, I have Facebook content, can I just push it over to Instagram? It doesn't work that way. It can only go Instagram to Facebook, not Facebook to Instagram. That is fine. Um, if, you are, if you have it set up where you're pushing from Facebook to Twitter, that's, that's a no-go. I mean, don't, don't do that one. It, it, it runs against uh, Twitter culture, and they actually include a Facebook link on the on the tweets. But, um, but yes, the Instagram strategy is perfectly okay. I think that's it for now. Okay, awesome. All right, let's move into lead generation. We just have two more sections. And then what we'll do is as we as we wrap up the end, we'll do our uh, our final Jeopardy. We'll open this up also to a uh, um, to a raffle, and then we'll just we'll answer some questions, um, and we'll stay as long as you need us to with uh, with answering questions. So with lead generation, I want you to think um, uh, hard about this question about how are you capturing 
and cultivating leads, okay? These are, these are people who might, who might do business with you or who may send referrals to you. Now, I put this image up on the screen because many of us do this, right? That we collect a business card. If you're like me, you stick it in a drawer and you've got this whole giant drawer just filled with just a pile of business cards, okay? And I have every good intention to follow up with those individuals, to, to send them an occasional uh, you know, birthday card or whatever it happens to be, okay? And I never do. I never do. So what are ways that you can capture the lead? We tend to be good at that, but then cultivate it over time. All right. So I'm going to show you a few different options for doing it. You'll see kind of three different methods for capturing these leads. You don't have to use all of them. You can use all of them. So I use all of them, but I'm kind of a social marketing guy. <laughs> okay. But you can choose the one that fits the best with you. And I'm going to start with Facebook because we've been talking a lot about Facebook and I want to make sure that your Facebook strategy is effective for acquiring new customers. Okay. And so what I'd like to have you do when you, if you haven't built one yet, um, do this. If you have an existing page, I'd like you to go through and make sure that these are in place. First of all, I want you to go through and click this edit page info button down at the bottom. And uh, what it's going to do is it's going to pull up some opportunities for you to include your contact information. Now, this is going to seem really silly um, that, wait a minute, I, um, everybody has their phone number on their, on their Facebook page, right? Um, wrong. In fact, I would say the majority of businesses create a Facebook page and forget to put on their basic contact information, okay? So make sure excuse me, make sure that you do this, okay? Or <laughs> we actually had this problem once that, because uh, uh, you know, we, we work on so many thousands of, of Facebook pages that um, our technician had been logged into our, our Social 5 Facebook page and uh, had entered another one of our customers' uh, phone numbers into their business for 101 Financial was their, their company name. And so they were getting they were getting calls from businesses wanting social marketing and they're like, okay, well, I guess we're driving a whole bunch of business to one-on-one financial. So um, we have that. We actually made that mistake at one point in our business, make sure that you have uh, your appropriate phone number, but here are the fields I recommend you pay specific attention to the description field will allow you to put in uh, uh, a description of your business, include keywords like home inspection, um, uh, or other terms that you think people will will search for when they're when they're going after you, okay? Um, because this is a uh, an indexable or searchable field by search engines and by Facebook itself. Uh, make sure you include categories. You can include up to three uh, dealing that help Facebook determine um, uh, what people to send over to your Facebook page, okay? Uh, include an email address, a phone number, your website, any way that you uh, want to convert customers, okay? Super important. All right, so that's the first one. Uh, make sure that your information is all accurate. And then make sure that your, your call to action button, that's what this is called, it's a call to action button, which is gonna be an important term as we move forward, okay? Make sure your call to action button is configured properly. Right now, I have a book now button on the Social 5 page. And what it does is it allows people to actually book a sales appointment with me directly on my Facebook page 
it configures it into my my Google Calendar so that I may pull up my calendar in the day. I'm like, oh, okay, I've got this this sales call and this sales call. This person wants the uh, get social package. This one wants the get notice package, but they can book a time on my calendar right through Facebook. It's insane, okay? And there are lots of different options through this call to action button. Uh, you can have people get a quote, call now, contact us, send a message, whatever it happens to be, all of these different options um, you know, for that button. So that is how to capture leads on your Facebook page. Now let's move to a second option. Um, email automation. So let's say that you are uh, collecting business cards because we still do it. I do it too, okay? Um, and instead of simply putting those in a drawer, before you put them in the drawer, I want you to ent enter those into an email automation system. And it could be through constant contact. It could be MailChimp. It could be uh, you know, our social five system. All of these are ones where you enter a, an email address and you can configure a drip campaign that cultivates those leads over time. Because as you know, and this is particularly true in the real estate world, in real estate mortgage, home inspection, this is the case all the time. We also see it for CPAs, uh, but, but in, in, the, in the home inspection world, we typically see that there is an average of four years between a repeat business. Now you may see this better, I don't know, but we see on average across our customer set, there is a four year cycle before someone that does business with you today with a home inspection comes back and does business again. So how do you cultivate those individuals over that period? So you put them into an email campaign so they're dripped on every month, okay? Uh, so that when they are ready to, to make a repeat purchase decision or to refer a customer to you, that, that you are top of mind. So I'd invite you to look at, at an option like this. And those aren't the only three options that are out there, there are others, but those are some of the, the ones that, that we typically recommend. And then this, this is one, for those of you who are already using Social Five services, this is one of the highest monetary return products that we offer. And, and even more so than, than Facebook, okay? Um, because what this is, is it is a business hub that allows you to capture a lead um, when you are having a face-to-face -face interaction. So if I'm at a business networking group, instead of simply collecting business cards, what I'll typically do is, is people pass around their business cards and I'll say, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to send each of you my contact information, type it into this tool. It's called the business hub. People who already are using it are, are well acquainted with how this one works. Uh, you put the email address in there instead of taking a business card, sends your contact information over to that individual, and then it enters them into a monthly email drip campaign every single month like clockwork. You don't have to worry about it and it cultivates them over time. So that is a technology that can be used to avoid to get rid of the business card, okay? So again, on Facebook, updating your contact information, configuring your call to action button. Um, second, looking at an email automation system that allows you to have a drip campaign on those individuals over time, or using a technology like a business hub, which is a mobile technology 
that allows you to capture the leads right on a phone and then cultivate them over time. Okay, very important. All right, so let's come into our lead generation question for $20. All right, and uh, the question is, this Facebook option allows you to capture leads on your page. So on your Facebook page. What, so what is that? What, are that, what is that option? Okay, and Mike, I'll let you uh, tell me when to proceed on this one. Go over to the answer, Jeremiah. Okay, what is the call to action button? Do we have we a winner? We have got a winner, David Butcher. Oh, David, nice. Congratulations, David. Uh, drop your name and email in the chat and then maybe follow that up. Email mike at social5.com. Hey, Jeremiah, a, a quick question came in regarding this. Yes. Um, do you find one call to action button better than another? And it depends on how you best convert individuals. Like, I, So in the, in the home inspection space, we find most people use the call now button uh, partly because, um, I mean, you're not, a, you're not your computers all the time. You want people just to call your cell phone. And, uh, and, I, and I found uh, in-home inspection more so than other industries, um, uh, you tend to be very persuasive on the phone. It's uh, a good personal relationship uh, and you can close a lot of people directly on the phone. So um, call now is, is the most popular. For me, I use book now because um, I have a specific product that on my Facebook page, I actually have, have descriptions of each of the products. They can shop around a little bit and then book a sales appointment with me. So that's because that's the way I like to do business and I can close more business that way. Um, but really it, it's up to how you prefer to close. Perfect. Cool. Any, any other questions that came through on that one? Not that, I, not that I see regarding that. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. All right. So we'll, we'll move into the last one here. And again, um, if you have questions, we're going to stick around at the end um, uh, to answer, answer any questions. Uh, we, we do have a final Jeopardy question coming up as well. Uh, and then we'll have a, a, a giveaway through InterNACHI, uh, a raffle, which is, which is great. So um, let's move into social targeting. And this one is particularly meaningful to me because um, uh, digital media allows you to become very specific at, at reaching certain individuals, okay? That you don't have to market to everyone and their dog, okay? Uh, I, I, I ran a, a political campaign. It was for a, uh, uh, a state Senate race. And a state Senate race is uh, um, uh, out in Utah is, is fairly small. It, it, it deals with just, just three zip codes, okay? Uh, or, well, for this particular one, it was three zip codes, okay? Um, and so you could target to just individuals in those three zip codes that had certain political affiliations. Fascinating, right? Um, targeting allows you to get really specific, specific about who you're going after. So what I wanna show you today is on Facebook, there is this promote button off to the side of the screen. <clears throat> this promote button is gonna allow you to target your content and your page at very specific groups of individuals. You can target based upon their geography, based upon their demographics, or based upon behavioral patterns, okay? We sometimes call those psychographic traits, okay? so. Geography, demographics, 
and um, behaviors, okay? Um, uh, yeah, when I think about psychographics, I'm like, oh, that's like Silence of the Lambs sort of stuff, right? <laughs> no, it's not, okay? So to give you some examples, um, I can target people by zip code, by city, by state, by nation, any of those types of things, by census district, okay? That's geography. If I get into demographics, I can target based upon age, by gender. Um, in your space, I won't be able, I wouldn't be able to, to, to go by ethnicity, okay? Um, and I wouldn't be able to go by socioeconomics, like uh, income level, uh, because you are in a real estate space that those are considered, um, even though you're not selling real estate, uh, you, you have some of the same limitations based upon uh, fair housing and, um, uh, well, they call them the fair housing guidelines. So anyways, but those are some different options. Uh, when it comes to behavior, um, it could be things like, um, do you ride unicycles? <laughs> do you belong? Are you Republican or are you Democrat? Um, are you in a relationship? Are you married? Um, do you, this is real. Do you describe your relationship status as complicated? <laughs> that is that is a real life option, okay? A real life option. So if you're going after, uh, you know, uh, high schoolers that are in the middle of that middle of the dating scene, you'll probably get a whole bunch with that one. Okay? Um, uh, you can you can go after parents that have have children, parents that have high school children. Um, anything you can think about it. It's it's remarkable who you can go after. You just type in some of, the, and we're going to show you how to do that. But you can type in the uh, uh, the types of search characteristics, and it'll show you how many people are in your market to match that that uh, those characteristics. It's on a little speed dial, and it'll say you've got this many or this many. Okay, all right. So to to advertise, you'll click on the promote button, and uh, and it's right here on this page. Okay, uh, boosting a post allows you to promote a certain piece of content. Promoting your page allows you to acquire new fans. Um, you can drive people to your website. You can promote a button. Like you'll see that um, I'm promoting our uh, book now button so people can set up sales calls with me. Uh, so a variety of different things that you can do. Um, so I'm gonna come over, click promote the page and it's gonna pull up a, uh, a, a little area for me to build my own app, okay? So first of all, it's gonna give me the option to select an image or multiple images for my page, okay? Now, generally when you're selecting an image, you want something that evokes an emotional response. Most of the time we encourage people to have something that evokes an, a positive emotional response, okay? So that um, my positive response is I feel secure and happy in my, in my home, okay? Uh, you can do some kind of the house of horrors, um, you know, approach and, and have like a gazillion bats in the attic, okay? You can do that. We generally find that that positive emotional response performs better than a negative emotional response. Uh, you'll put in the text that you would want to include in your ad right here. And then you'll scroll down, okay? And the scroll button is right here in the middle. It's really hard to find. Uh, you'll now create your audience. Notice that, that uh, you can create a new audience right here. And when you click on it, it's gonna give you the option to select your, your geography, your demographics, and then it will have a search bar for um, what are the behavioral trends that you want to search for, okay? And so just type in what things that you're looking for, uh, families or parents, and it's gonna give you a whole bunch of different options 
and then some gauges on how many people are in that given market. You're going to uh, choose how long you want the ad to run. Make sure that, make sure that you designate an end date. Um, uh, you know, for me, I was advertising for a business, and uh, I'm like, man, I'm getting these crazy charges on my credit card. What's going on? I had forgotten to put a, an end budget, and so I'm spending. $900 a month on advertising for this business without even realizing it, their, uh, their audience was going crazy. It was amazing. But make sure that you include when you want your ad to end. Uh, set a budget for the campaign. It can be as little as $2 a day. It could be $5 for a boost. Uh, and it'll give you an idea of how many people you reach. Uh, generally, uh, um, uh, if you are running an advertisement to acquire new fans, Generally, we recommend a minimum advertising spend of $200, which allows you to, to gain some of the prime advertising space. So even if you just say, I want to try this out for one month, I'm going to spend $200. That's better than saying I'm going to dabble in it for $20 a month over a year. Then you, it's going to be a lousy, horrible ad campaign. Okay, You'll actually get worse results by a low dollar campaign over time than a high dollar campaign that's compressed, okay? Because you're, you're bidding against others for ad space. When it comes to boosting content, because many of you probably have seen the boost button on your page, never boost for high dollar amounts. And this sounds counterintuitive, right? Well, Jeremiah just told me $200 is the, is the best. That's for an advertisement, okay? But if you're boosting a piece of content uh, like this, then you'll just do $5 a post. Multiple posts for $5. If one does really well, then you throw additional dollars behind it. But this allows you to get your fingers out there in different communities to see what resonates with people. So you set your ad budget and then you click promote. Easy as that. Okay. Now um, we do have uh, uh, some classes available. You know what? I'm trying to think how to do this one. Um, as part of our, uh, as part of the offer, we have something called Social Media University or Social Five University. And we have some specific classes on how to boost content and how to advertise content. So that will be an option that you're welcome to participate in as, as part of this. All right, so let's hit our, uh, our last normal question for $20. It's a $20 Amazon gift card. Um, and our question is, this characteristic can be used to target consumers on Facebook. So think about one of those three characteristics I just mentioned. These characteristic, this characteristic can be used to target consumers on Facebook. Uh, so Mike, let me know when to move forward. Yeah, we got a bunch of answers. Let's see what that answer is. All right, what is geography, demographics, or behavior? Okay, let's see here. Do we have somebody? We got somebody that's either got faster internet or is faster at typing. Just, you know, fraction of a second. It is David Butcher again. Oh my goodness, that's incredible. <laughs> Darnell, you were right behind him. Well, well David, we're going to have to actually uh, hire you because it sounds like you're a fast typer there. <laughs> so I'll, I already have your contact information. Thank you. Very um, good. Congratulations. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so yeah, and um, and one thing I just mentioned. So we have this targeting geography, demographics, or behavior. Um, the the most effective whoops, sorry. The most effective strategies include a combination of the paid ads that I talked about and then traditional content marketing, okay? Um, you can't really have 
one be effective without the other um, uh, to a certain degree, right? You, if you have effective Facebook content uh, and you can get it out there uh, to your networks and have it shared, that can be effective. Uh, advertising will always make it better. Um, and then the opposite is true. You can't actually run a Facebook ad and have it be effective without robust content. Okay, you just can't convert people. All right, now let's go to our last one. It's our final Jeopardy, uh, final Jeopardy question. And uh, the question is, this awesome company can help with your social media needs. <laughs> How's that for a final Jeopardy question? It's not some crazy, crazy one out there. So uh, Mike, do we have any winners? On Mike, do you know the answer to this one? I, I just wanna make sure you know that one. Oh, Mike, can you hear me? I was muted there. Um, okay. Yes, I definitely know the answer. We've got some pretty fast typers and we got some people up in arms if people are winning twice. So, um, hey, it's a game, right? I don't know. You, you set the rules. You're one of the founders. Should we let people win twice? <laughs> I, I'm going to get a bunch of people chatting. No, no. Well, hey, let's do this. Let's do this, Mike. So, um, um, we're going to give David uh, the both gift cards, okay? Um, right. But let's let's pick one other winner from that last question. Okay, okay. I'm going to go back there. And I know who it is. Darnell, I believe it was. Um, what is geography? What is geography? Yes, Darnell. Put your, awesome. put your email, email and then also send me an email to mike at social5.com. On this one, we, we also have a, a potential duplicate winner. So, um, uh oh, let's see. How, how are we going to do this one? Because 50, it's a little hard for me to do a, to a, a, a 50 twice. <laughs> what about a, you know, what about uh, 25 each? Can we do that? We could do that. Absolutely. Okay. I think that, I think that's fair. So I'm going to go here to, let's see here. Wait a minute here. Um, Maybe there was only one winner. So that, oh, here it is. It's um, the answer is what is social five to speak. I'm just scrolling back down, make sure there's no people do it. No, we got, uh, we got one winner, James Davis. So oh, James, nice. send me your contact info via chat with your name. And then um, also Mike at social5.com. So Darnell and James, make sure that you do that. There's lots of chat. So make sure you follow up with an email I'll try to find it, Mike at social5.com. Awesome. Good. All right. Thank you. And uh, I'm glad that Mike was just muted because I started to have my confidence being shaken like, oh, crap. Does... <laughs> I think it's Social 5, right? Um, so here is a look at our Social 5 offer. Okay. Uh, and this is this is available only for InterAchi members. If you, um, if you go to our website, and I'd encourage you to do that at social5.com, you will see the difference in pricing. <laughs> It is, it is massive, okay? And so uh, what, we're, uh, what we're offering with a, uh, a show special today of a 30-day free trial where you can sign up, sign up today and uh, it actually doesn't cost you anything for a month. But uh, let me, actually, let me come to the page where you can see where you go. So it's go.social5.com forward slash internachi. And what this involves is we do have a $29 offer where we will post to Facebook three times a week for you, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So we do the content marketing for you. 
we provide you access to a back office app. It goes on your phone where you can preview all your content in advance. You could change it out. You could schedule your own content, but it's essentially just a way to manage your, your uh, social media right from a single app on your phone. And then a subscription to our Social Five University that can teach you how to do advertising. I mean, we, we can certainly we can certainly help you with advertising. Uh, that's that's no big deal. But if you want to do it yourself, um, we have uh, lessons on how to do that, or how to use Instagram, or how to how to do prospecting on LinkedIn. There are a variety of things that way. That's twenty nine dollars a month. For thirty nine dollars a month, it includes all those same things: Facebook content, the back office to sh uh, see, shuffle, and schedule content. We will publish blog content for you twice a month. It helps you to be found in those, uh, in those online spaces. We do an email uh, blast for you every single month to help cultivate leads and provide for you that business hub that I talked about that is the, the one to capture a lead when you're having a face-to-face -face interaction or you're dealing with a, you're in a home inspection and you, you get, grab the customer's email address, put it in there so they can drive referrals to you. Uh, and then also Social Five University. So those are those are available to you with the show special that is available for those of you who sign up uh, within the next week of of the first month is for free. Okay, and after that you can still keep, keep signing up. It's uh it's available to Internashi members for the twenty nine and thirty nine dollars uh, dollar rates. But uh, we do want to give people the chance to to get in. So the first month is free for those of you who want to. To do that, just go to go.social5.com forward slash internachi. So, um, and Mike, is there anything that I missed that would be good to add um, as part of this offer? Or like yeah, the, the only thing is, it's an it's an automatic sign up process, and at a minimum, you, if you hit, well, you have a personal page, but you have to have a business Facebook page set up already for the automatic sign up process to work. It's very simple. Um, and it'll literally, and then when you are signing up, make sure you are logged into Facebook so it will detect that Facebook page that we're going to be connecting to for you. If you do not have a business Facebook page set up, just send me an email, mike at social5.com. I have put it in the chat, but there's been about a thousand chats since. I put together a quick video just on a very, very basic level. It's a three minute video how to set up a business Facebook page. You literally just have to click a couple buttons, name it and then it will work with our automatic um, signup process. The other thing I wanna add is, I'm gonna put in the chat again, the links to each of the virtual visits. We're doing one today in about 40 minutes and then one tomorrow at 11 a.m. Mountain Time as well. I'm gonna be demonstrating this package, literally giving you a live preview of what it looks like. Um, answer, we will answer any questions that you have and things like that. So. I'm gonna be putting in the link, you need to register for those virtual visits. It's just another Zoom, but it's a different Zoom link. And I'll be putting that in the chat shortly. Very good. And, and when you go to this link, um, what you're gonna see is gonna come up to a page that looks just like this. You're gonna click sign up. And when you click on that, it's gonna ask you a couple things. It'll first say, what type of content do you want? And you can click and, and say, I want this type of content, this inspiration, I want, calls to action, all those types of things. It'll say, okay, great. Connect your Facebook page. Great. You know, it's, it's a, I think it's like a five or a six step process that will take you all of maybe 10 minutes tops to sign to, to go through.
but it's as simple as just clicking on that sign up button. Um, so go to go.social5.com forward slash Inunashi. So yeah, and the other thing to add to Jeremiah is it is free for the first month. So if you decide you don't like it, just email support at Social5 on day 29. And that $39 a month package includes that business hub, which is that email capture thing. It also includes, you know, monthly blog and email blast to their database. But I use my business hub all the time in networking situations and it works great. Awesome. Very good. So with that, before we jump into Q&A, I wonder, uh, and, and maybe Kenya, if I can uh, uh, pull you back into this one, would it be good for us to do the raffle before the questions? Or should we do the raffle after the questions? Do you have a preference on that one, Kenya? Uh, yeah, I think we can wait until after the questions. That way I keep verifying who's here and who's not out of the registered people. So that would be perfect if you can give me more time. If not, I can go ahead and do it. Hey, Jeremiah, one thing I want to clarify, because there's been some questions coming through. Um, I understand that there are internashi members that are not home inspectors, just to clarify. This package is only for home inspectors. Um, you know, it has to do with the content that we create, you know, normal price for each one of these packages for, you know, you know, that one-off accountant or something like that. Each one of them is $200 uh, per month. And I'll be showing that in our, our demo at uh, 11 a.m. Mountain Time. But people have asked if this offer will be extended. Well, for right now, it's, it's, it's not going anywhere, um, but it is specifically for home inspectors. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, let, let's open it up then to uh, to questions, Mike, if we could. And then uh, it then looks like we've got. Uh, all right. So it's uh, twenty past the hour now. Let Let's go about maybe fifteen or twenty minutes with questions, and then we'll do the the raffle. Perfect. Thank you. All right. So, Mike. Um, questions here. Sorry, I keep muting myself so you don't. <laughs> background while I'm typing all these replies. Um, so, you know, people have asked, will I be competing with somebody in my area if somebody in my same area signs up for this? Um, the content, no, is not exactly the same. Here's, here's what's different. What, what you guys control is whether or not you want to promote a post or boost a post or do advertising. What we're offering is really a content package, you know, Facebook content, blog, monthly email drip campaign, um, that type of stuff. And, you know, that's why Jeremiah also recommended sprinkle in some personal stuff. That's the stuff that can really separate you apart, make you relatable, um, that type of thing. So it's going to be harder for me to find questions in the chat. So I'm going to go over to no, the- That's totally good. And, and one thing I'd add to that one too is, because uh, we do get the question of, um, well, let's, let's say we have two home inspectors that signed up for the Social Five service that are in the same area. Um, are we going to get the same content? And and the answer is no. Our system is designed that um, we are producing lots and lots and lots of, of different types of content. Uh, uh, you're not going to have the same content as another home inspector here or in California or in New York, whatever it happens to be. It's uh, it is uh, um, yeah, it's it's different different stuff. They asked if content can be custom branded that would be maybe like logos on imagery things like that and it and it certainly can so under the the offer we have with internachi that's not available but uh you know certainly reach out to us because we can uh uh we can give you a good price for making sure that is if, you, if you'd like it now the one thing i would bring up though before you spend your money on that type of branding 
particularly on Facebook, when the post goes out, it will automatically have your logo and business name at the top of every post, just as part of the Facebook format. So I know that some people do wanna have their logo down in the picture or whatnot, but it actually is redundant. So I would, I would put your money into other types of marketing rather than in trying to customize individual posts. Yeah, and we had a question, do you offer these services for other types of businesses? And yes, we've got business in several hundred different business uh, categories. Um, but this is an exclusive offer for Internashi home inspectors. Um, if you'd like to explore other things, maybe you own a restaurant or maybe, you know, you're also run a sports team. Who knows what it might be? We do that stuff all the time. And if you want to get a little bit more acquainted with our more standard packages and pricing, you can just visit social5.com. Uh, let's see here. Do you see any legal ramification for using past home inspections, homes for sale as content? Um, An interesting question. I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to wondering if that um, would be for like taking pictures, testimonials, like, hey, I don't know. I know real estate agents do it all the time. I'm not sure, James. Yeah, the, and the only, the only ramifications you would, you would experience is if, if you took a, a picture and it had a, a minor in the background, okay, like a, a child in the background, and there's not a consent form for that, that child, that's, that's a possibility. If you, um, uh, if you are taking a picture of, uh, of the home address or something where it's identifiable where it is and you're not in a public domain, like out on the, uh, on the street um, taking the picture, then that could be. Um, and those are, those are just factors. Uh, 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 media law was my specialty in, 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 at the university level. And so um, it, those, are, those are a few things that could get you in trouble. But, but taking pictures inside the home of you doing the work or uh, there's, there's no problem with that or taking pictures of the home as long as it's not readily uh, locatable on a, on a map per se. All right, other questions, Mike? Sure, and I think sometimes too, it makes sense just to ask them for permission. Hey, do you mind if I post this on Facebook type of thing, um, something like that. Very good. Tag the realtor. I'm sure they'd love to be tagged because it gives them more exposure, right? Absolutely. Um, let's see here. Um, what, where if? We used to do lives from a home inspection, either a defect or something positive, but then we wondered if we're ethical without permission from the homeowner. I would just say that, um, yeah, it, it, you know, ask the homeowner. You've just done a home inspection form just to cover your bases. Hey, do you mind if I use this? And I don't think it's normally an issue. I do see real estate agents and mortgage brokers do that type of stuff all the time. Um, can I advertise my business on Google free of charge? If you can answer that one. And um, you, can, you can have a Google My Business account uh, free of charge where you will appear in the local directories. Um, but if you want to advertise and gain that top space, that one does require you to, uh, uh, to pay Google uh, you know, for that placement. So that, that is, uh, is paid space. Okay. I don't want to go way back to Google again here. Um, well, I, I see one that came through from Stephen on 
and this is a good one with, uh, we talked about the call to action button. And he says, does, does the Facebook scheduler sync with the website scheduler? Now, um, the, uh, the call to action button, uh, if, if somebody books an appointment there and schedules a time with you, it syncs with a Google calendar. Um, there are a few other types of calendaring tools. It syncs to like Calendly, but um, it just depends on what your website's built with. So good question, Stephen. Hey, and there's a lot of questions about kind of the package and stuff. One thing I'll add is if you can't make our virtual visit, I mean, obviously you can get some information from the website Jeremiah shared. I've put the link to sign up in the, in the chat. If for some reason you can't make the virtual visit, I am gonna record it. I'm kind of gonna give a live demo and things like that. And I've also got another vet. If you're having any issues signing up, I've got a video for that that I can send you. You can just email me, mike at social5.com. So if you can't make it, but you want the recording of our virtual visit that will start in a half hour, um, just send me an email. Um, can Google My Business have multiple locations for multiple inspectors? As long as they're under different brand names, with, so actually, as long as they have different mailing addresses, okay? It's, it's all dependent upon whether Google can send a postcard to that address. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, if you have multiple inspectors with different addresses, great. If you have multiple inspectors working out of the same location, uh, you'd actually have to have different PO boxes or a different suite that is recognized by uh, by the post office to do that. Oh, hey, Mike, did yes. you see that we just got a double jeopardy that came in from uh, uh, Edgardo? Let's see here. It's down at the very bottom, it says, what does a good client look like from Social Five's perspective? What are the expectations in terms of effort from a customer once they <laughs> sign on with Social Five? <laughs> I love it, you're speaking our language. <laughs> That's a double jeopardy is great. Um, and, and maybe I'll just hit on that one. Um, to, to use this, to use this uh, service effectively, there are two answers to my question or to this question. So uh, first, um, what is using the, uh, the, the business hub um, <laughs> each month? Okay, say so answer from the question, right? So um, someone who you, a, a client who uses our service effectively, will we'll gather at least five email addresses per month on their business hub. That sounds very small, okay? Because that's, that's the minimum level that we see that people have a, a monetary return on their investment. So you will enter email addresses into your business hub um, every single week, okay? It becomes the replacement for your business card. It's your digital business card. Then you will stay on Social Five service forever and ever and ever because it's going to be a no-brainer it's going to pay off for you every single month it's it's simple i mean yeah that's that's it's that's my first answer second is um what we find is that um it's not as important uh if a person like when you have a facebook business page we're going to post monday wednesday friday we find that the that uh, clients that are most effective will sprinkle in generally one, one post a week is where we see that there's success. If you do twice, that's fine, but that one post a week will include one of two things. It will include a personal photo, okay? Or it will include some sort of event or customer highlight. So um, it is, uh, it's, it's you doing an inspection in a house, 
it would be you with one of your uh, one of your customers taking a selfie or whatever it is, giving a shout out to that individual, um, or even highlighting a realtor on your uh, Facebook page. Being able to pop in and do that makes um, uh, is highly effective. And I guess I'll, I'll, I'll just mention one third item, even though I said I'd only do two. Um, uh, people who are super effective uh, will either um, will either use our advertising services, uh, which Mike could talk about a little bit later on if, uh, if if you're interested, or or they do it themselves and boost the content. So like underneath the post that we put out there, there is a going to be a blue boost button where you could click on it and you could put five dollars towards saying I want this to appear in this zip code, that zip code, or whatever. Because I know that sometimes we're tempted to just um, uh, advertise to our friends and family that are part of our individual network. Uh, using the boost button gets you out to people that you don't know in your market. And so the, the, the rate of customer acquisition when someone does a boosting strategy is far, far higher than if you just go entirely um, content-based. So. All right, sorry, Mike, that was a really long one, but I just got pulled into the double jeopardy. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see here. Um, somebody was putting on here, make sure you utilize hashtags on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, definitely. Um, we'll, we'll add hashtags from time to time, but a lot of times our, our clients will do that. We do it heavily when we manage people's Instagram accounts. Definitely, without a doubt. Um, let me share you. What are the rules for posting, sharing existing memes on your social media? And maybe we should talk about this as it relates specifically to business pages. Oh, yeah. Uh, in posting memes, just make sure that you have, have rights to, uh, to the imagery. Uh, there, there are people all the time that go out, they'll grab a photo off of Google Photos and they'll put text over the top for a meme. Uh, and, uh, and there are photo companies like Getty Images that um, actively troll for violations, okay? And so let's say a Getty Images uh, photo is used in that meme, it will be scraped and you'll find yourself with a, uh, with a letter for a $900 fine, or hopefully it's not that $7,000 fine, but just make sure you have rights to the image or you took the image, um, anything like that. Oh. I, I did just see, uh, uh, hey, Hiram, thanks for that response to uh, Douglas's question on what are your feelings on Yelp? It is kind of like the mafia. It's, uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> it is a terrible place. We, uh, at one point we were working to enter into a partnership with Yelp and uh, I, just I just felt so slimy and sleazy dealing with those guys that, uh, yeah, we don't interact with them anymore. It's a, it's a rough place. All right, let's see. Other, uh, let's see how much time we've got. Five more minutes for questions, I think. Yeah, let's see here. Do I have to have an LLC for Google My Business? No, you do not. Thank you, David, for answering that. Um, how interactive should you be with clients on oh. social media? I'm guessing. I'm. I'll let you answer that. Yeah. No. And 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 definitely, the more interactive you are with them, the better. Uh, the thing that differentiates social social media from like a billboard is it's a two-way communication, right? Um, and so getting on there, if somebody uh, if, if somebody uh, comments on your post, okay, 
comment back every time, okay? If, uh, if someone likes your post, go ahead and click on that like and it's gonna pull up a little screen where you can invite them to like your page. Um, so like anytime someone interacts with a piece of content, you have the ability to interact with them. So yes, please, uh, please go in there. Uh, I would generally recommend, uh, because time is limited, uh, you don't need to do it immediately, but I would recommend going in there at least once a week and just checking to see what, what comments have been made. Perfect. Is there a way to get rid of unfounded bad reviews on Facebook? Uh, unfortunately, reviews, you can't. <laughs> now, if you have somebody that is like carpet bombing your post with negative things, you can block that user from your page, but Facebook reviews cannot be removed. Um, the best way to deal with that is to start soliciting positive reviews. So we always say um, <clears throat> volume is the best uh, remedy for a negative review. Um, so volume of new reviews. Um, uh, yeah, so, so that's what I'd recommend. And ask, ask anytime you're in with a home inspection, um, ask the individual to go on and leave a review for you, even right there in, the, uh, in, the, uh, in that session. Um, there are also some technologies, if you want to reach out to Mike on this, we have some technologies that can, can help facilitate that by text or by email to, to get more reviews, but um, uh, that's how you'd combat it. I had one person asked quite a while ago, are we going to be providing slides? And I don't have any issue sharing the slides. So let's see here. Um, Kenya, if, if you want to distribute slides, let me know. Otherwise, I suppose if people want the deck, it's a it's a huge deck. That's probably the problem. I have to be uploaded to Dropbox or something like that. Um, yeah, maybe that. Maybe we can um, just have it in Dropbox and you give us a link and we can make it available when we upload the recordings as well. Okay, that sounds, yeah, that would be perfect. sounds great. It might, let, let's do one more question and then jump over to the raffle. If you're doing a blog on your website, what do you have to do to make sure it's finding its way to those organic Google searches? Oh, I love that question. Um, and, and so Google will actually index your website automatically, okay? Uh, and so all you have to do is, so, so you put that on your website. Uh, it could be as a web page or as a, as a typical blog. Um, Generally, WordPress is the best best one for interfacing that way. And then make sure that your blog is uh, is 400 words long as a minimum. And as long as we cross over that minimum, then uh, then that blog will be searchable by uh, by Google. It'll show up. It, it'll depending on how much competition you have for that keyword, you'll start to see yourself move up on those search results. Really good question. Perfect. So with that, hey, hey, thanks everyone. It's It's been such a pleasure to be with you today. Again, we're gonna have these virtual visits. I guess Michael mentioned that a little bit, but man, so happy to be with you. Um, uh, we'd love to work with you in the future and answer any questions that you have. So Mike, any any last words that you have before we pass it over to Kenya? I would just say, come on and join us for the virtual visit. I've already had about 50 people email me, say they can't make it, so I'll record it, I'll send it out, but hopefully you can come, you can get some more questions answered by me and Jeremiah, but I'm gonna be giving a live, demo and showing content that we've created and that type of stuff. So hopefully we'll see you. I will insert the link one more time while Kenya is doing the raffle to register for each of the virtual visits today and tomorrow.